Hey friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Welcome back to Anchored In Always. The holidays have typically been a joyous time for me, but now, like so many other others, it's a time that can bring many difficult and emotional triggers, which can often lead to unhealthy coping mechanisms. So how do we anchor in and enjoy the season and not slip backward, even when it's hard? In today's episode, we will continue on our journey of recovery together through the 12 steps and eight principles. In episode 37, we talked about principle seven, which said, reserve a daily time with God for self-examination, Bible reading, and prayer in order to know God and his will for my life and to gain the power to follow his will. And also step 10, which said, we continue to take a personal inventory and when we were wrong, we promptly admitted it. So now we have some great tools and are fully aware of our shortcomings and our need for God's power at work in us and maybe all the more as we enter into the holiday season. So how do we go into it without moving backwards in our recovery? Well, let's look at step 11. We sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly. We talked about the importance of reserving a daily time with God. We need to spend time with him to power up. Whatever your struggle is, it's much easier to slip back into those old hurts and bad habits and hangups during the stress of the holiday season. So we need to be willing to admit that we are going to be tempted, period. Being tempted is not a sin. It's how we respond that can get us into trouble. Mark 14:38 reminds us, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Since we are no longer in denial and we know that we will be tempted, we need to prepare. Personally, I've never struggled with a dependence on alcohol. I do enjoy a glass of wine with dinner, but as I've gone through the season of grieving the loss of my son, I felt the Lord pressing on my heart to not keep alcohol in the house. It's easy for me to say, I'll just have one glass, like usual. But if I'm being honest, the pain I'm in emotionally with grieving would make it easy for me to justify that one glass becoming two and then maybe three. And so I've decided I don't want to give the devil a foothold and I've chosen not to have it in our home. Is there something you know you could that could be a potential stumbling block for you? What's preventing you from removing it? It's so important for us to check in with ourselves. One way our family does this is by period- periodically doing a heart check. Especially when we're feeling triggered, you can ask yourself these questions using the acrostic for heart. Am I hurting? Am I exhausted? Am I angry? Am I resentful? Am I tense? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, you already have the tools you need to get back on track instead of choosing to numb your feelings like in the past. 
Doing your personal daily inventory that we talked about in episode 37 is also a great tool to self-evaluate. To do this effectively, though, we really need to slow down and truly listen to what God is telling us. Step 11 told us to do this by seeking God through prayer and meditation so that we can draw close to Him. Psalm 46.10 says, Be still and know that I am God. So what is meditation? Well, it's defined as the practice of mindfulness, focusing our mind and our thoughts on something intentionally to achieve a state of calm and awareness. If you're like me, though, this can be hard to do. We live in a society that is constantly on the move and rarely silent. There seems to always be noise around us, making it difficult to hear anything from the Lord. Psalm 1, 1 1-3 says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. I don't know about you, but just reading that passage makes me feel more calm already. We often use our prayer life or our time alone with God to ask for what we want or even tell him, this is what I want and I just need you to go ahead and bless it and make it happen in my life. But we should be seeking him for answers with our open hands and our open hearts. He will guide and direct when we stop demanding. This doesn't mean that we can't pray and ask for things, but praying for his will ultimately and the peace to accept it, even when it's different than our own. Philippians 4, 6-7 actually tells us to pray for everything. It says, Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So when we pray with an open heart, His Spirit transforms our thinking and brings us peace. The second part of this passage in verses 8 and 9 tells us just how to do that. It says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. So when you meditate, think about such things and the peace of God will be with you. What an amazing promise. We can trust in his timing. We often don't get an answer right away and we need to learn to seek, ask, pray, and then wait for his answer. Lastly, enjoy your victories, even the small ones. 1 Thessalonians 5 verses 16 through 18 says, Rejoice always, pray continually, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. When we offer our thanks to God, it changes our perspective. So thank Him and praise Him for what He is doing and has already done in your life. And then share with others. There is so much heartbreak all around us. People really do need to hear how God is moving in each other's lives daily to stay hopeful. To recap, Here are some practical steps to help you enter into this holiday season with a healthier mindset. Number one, spend time with God daily in his word and in prayer. Number two, stay connected to your support team. 
If you have a sponsor or a mentor and accountability partners, connect with them regularly. Number three, consider attending a local CR, Celebrate Recovery meeting, and keep coming back. It truly does work if you work it. And lastly, get involved in serving, volunteer. This has been really helpful for me and my family throughout the year, but especially during the holiday season, as we enter into it for the second year without our son Marcus with us. It's difficult to do things the way we have always done them without him. And it's okay for us to do things a little differently. We are hoping to find some new traditions in the process that help us and also honor his memory and legacy. When the focus is just on you and your sorrow or your problems, it's easier to be caught up in all of the heavy emotions and slip backwards. But when you intentionally help and serve others, taking the focus off yourself, it's so fulfilling and it brings a sense of joy, even in the midst of your suffering or your sorrow. So let me finish today with a prayer over you. Heavenly Father, thank you for your presence in our lives, that you desire a relationship with us. Help us to intentionally seek time with you each day and to be open to what you have for us in that time. I pray for the listener who is hurting as we approach the time of year when there is so much joy and celebration. I pray that you would fill their hearts with your presence and that they would draw near to you and fill up with your power instead of turning to things that only bring temporary relief and often painful consequences. Help us to see you at work all around us and be filled with joy and peace despite our circumstances and to give you all praise and glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored In Always. I will put the group link in the show notes. You can also email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com. Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Another way you can do this is to take a quick minute and subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.